practice with Brett that's right the third episode this week. What an absolute treat for myself and all of you, I hope. Um, I am your host, Brett Kohler, and guess what, folks? Tonight we have we have real sports that haven't happened before. Sports fans rejoice. The NFL Draft begins tonight. That's right. Something new is happening. Something exciting is happening, and I'm excited to bring it to you. Again, I am your host, Brett Kohler. This is Breakfast with Brett. Hope you enjoyed the little guitar intro earlier. Uh, earlier this week, uh, we've discussed picks 1 through 10 and 11 through 20. So we're going to finish off the mock draft this afternoon with picks 21 through 32. Of course, we will be hearing from our, um, I guess we can just call, them, just call it what it is, our famous guests now. Uh, that's right, we'll have Todd Kuyper Berman Jr. on discussing a couple picks. Uh, our favorite coach, Coach Hauser, and of course, um, our favorite NAIA punter, Boomer Wilkinson. Um, again, good to be back. Let's just hop right into it. The Eagles are going to be picking at number 21. I think they're going to go receiver. Uh, the receiving depth chart is, well, quite frankly, it's 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 abysmal. Um, it's not great, and I think that's where they, they go to address right away. And I think looking at the board, seeing what's available, we've had a, a lot of wide receivers already go off the board. Um, so I think, you know, looking at what is available, I think they get a big body guy essentially in a in the fo- in the mold of somebody already on their roster, and that's Alshon Jeffrey. So I think they're going to go T. Higgins, a wide receiver out of Clemson, probably seen him. Um, you know, he's a, he's a prominent name because you see him a lot on TV uh, via the college football playoff. Clemson always, of course, they're a perennial contender. And I think I think he fits well into that Philadelphia system. I think he'll he'll mesh well with Carson Wentz. Um, a big body guy, again, a real red zone target. Will help uh, alleviate some of the pressure off Alshon, maybe with relieving their pressure will help them stay healthy on the field. Uh, Eagles fans can only hope. Uh, but again, I think, you know, this is a very wide receiver heavy draft. And so I think, you know, the Eagles take advantage of that in the first round. Either that or I could see them trading down and get more picks, maybe drafting a receiver in the second round. We will talk about some of those names. I think one of our guests actually specifically told me he will be talking about some of those names later on in the program. Moving on to the number 22 pick. That's right, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, this is a pick formerly held by the Buffalo Bills. Via the Stefan Diggs trade, though, it becomes uh, part of the Vikings draft arsenal. I believe 13, 12 or 13 total picks for the Vikings this year. A big year. They uh, actually, fun fact about the Vikings, had 54% of their roster last year uh, was from their own draft picks, which was the highest in the NFL. Um, so these, you know, if you get drafted by the Vikings, you're staying on the Vikings at least for a while. And they depend on homegrown talent. Um, and so I think, you know, you trade Diggs, you got to replace him. And I think they do that right away here with the 22nd pick. I think they're going to go with, well, you know what? Actually, i got a guest calling me on the phone. He's he's just eager as heck to get on the phone. And it's our favorite, Todd Kuyper Berman Jr. Todd, uh, what do you think um, about potentially uh, what the Vikings are going to do at 22? Vikings pick at 22 here. First off, thanks again for having me back on the program, Brett. Really been a, a treat the last couple of days, but uh, thanks for having me on. Again, looking at the Vikings here, probably going to go wide receiver. This is a wide receiver deep draft. Some could see them putting off the pick until the second round, but I don't see that happening. I see them drafting Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State, a playmaker. He can replace Stefan Diggs right away. Team up with Thielen, team up with Herb Smith, team up with Kyle Rudolph. Give yourself a heck of a combination there uh, for the Purple People Eaters. Looking forward to see what he can do in the purple and gold that's where i think the vikings are going back to you brett and thank you todd i mean i think i and i agree and that's exactly where i was going uh with my pick earlier 
Well, it's going to be Brandon Ayuk. I think he, he fits the mold of Stephon Diggs. He'd be a great compliment to Adam Thielen there on the outside. You also have Irv Smith, Kyle Rudolph, like Todd Kuyper, Berman Jr. mentioned. Um, so, I mean, you still got a lot of weapons for Kirk to work with. Of course, uh, Kirk Cousins getting the extension in the offseason, two-year extension, relieves some cap tensions there for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, but enough about them. we got a lot of picks to get through today, so we're going to get through them. I know you guys have things to do. And we got to get to the draft. You know, we got to get to, uh, well, no draft parties this year, but... You know, we gotta get ready for it. You gotta, you gotta prep for it. So, next is the Pats at twenty-three. A lot of people are thinking quarterback here for the Pats. I am not one of those people. Bill Belichick. First off, I don't think he holds on to this pick. Um, I believe they have two picks in the first three or four rounds, and Belichick needs more of that. He needs to restock the roster. They're a little talented, brave, and he's got a lot on the line here. Legacy, just as much as Brady does with the Buccaneers. Who does better? Um, well, ultimately, between those two, will you know be a chapter in their legacy. Uh, who does better without the other? If they do stay put, though, I do think the Patriots are going to go defense. Um, I think Bill's going to put all his money on that defense, only allowing you know seven to fourteen points a game. And I think he's going to go with linebacker Kenneth Murray. That's right, Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma, a stout linebacker, um, real good player, fits the mold of a Belichick kind of guy coming from Lincoln Riley, a guy who a lot of people coach-wise are thinking for the NFL. Um, could be the next big thing in the NFL, that is. Um, so excited to see what Kenneth Murray can do for the New England Patriots. Now moving on, of course, to the 24th pick, we got another guest coming in. This is where I think the third quarterback is going to come off the board. And to discuss that, I'm going to bring in uh, everybody's favorite coach, Coach Hauser. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me back on the program. Brad. Excited to be here. Obviously, first appearance with my ratings went through the roof. Through the roof. Congratulations. Thank you. Anyways, Coach Hauser here. Um, you got me talking about the Saints. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to probably say the same thing, so I'm just going to keep up. We'll find out. Yeah. Here, Sean Payton, you know, he needs to, uh, you know, the Brees can't play forever. You know, those Brees can't play forever. So, I think he goes quarterback. I think he drafts a guy. I think he drafts Jordan Love, Utah mm-hmm. State. Yep. Had an off year last year. But not necessarily his fault. You know, whole system changed. Offensive coaches changed. Only returned two starters, including himself on that offense. And, uh, you know, I just think uh, Jordan Love's perfect, perfect grooming candidate. You know, Mahomes. Uh, being yeah. Compared to Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, get out of KC. So, you know, a year under Breeze, great tutelage. Sean Payton going to be sticking around. Not going to have a Belichick drop off at the quarterback position. Yeah, I'm predicting a drop off for Belichick. Well, that's and yeah, I think it'll go Jordan Love at Utah State with that pick. And as always, I mean, I don't actually know. I shouldn't say as always. I don't always agree with Coach Hauser. Some of his opinions are rather controversial, but I think that's the pick. I think it makes a lot of sense for the Saints here. Either that, or depending on how the wide receiver board is shaken out, I could see them getting somebody to compliment Michael Thomas on the outside. But. I mean, overall, I think Jordan Love is the pick here. Uh, I think he's a great spot for him. I think it's a great spot for the Saints. Um, and, yeah, he'll he'll develop for a year or two under Breeze, then take over for Peyton, and, and probably, you know, quite frankly, have a very successful career. Michael Thomas is locked up there long term, so you know he's going to have a target to throw to. Um, and like I said, I think this is the time the Saints uh, you know, dip their toe in the quarterback waters, per se. I mean, they have Taysom Hill, but he's almost 31 years old. So you can't, you know, bank on him being the franchise quarterback forever. Uh, moving on uh, is the Minnesota Vikings again. They have two picks real quick back-to-back here. Address the wide receiver need early on uh, with the 22nd pick, again going with Brandon Ayuk, the playmaker out of Arizona State. Um, again, a guy who's dynamic after the catch. And I think 
there's a little bit of bitter irony here. That's right. I think they're going to go. They're going to address the cornerback cornerback position. Um, of course, they lost Xavier Rhodes in the offseason as well as Trey Waynes and Mackenzie Alexander. Some might say they're better off, um, but I do think uh, they might be better off. But I do think um, that. I'm sorry, I'm just getting. You know, my next guest is eager to to get back on the air. Um, I do think they're going to address the cornerback position. I think they're going to go, ironically, with Trevon Diggs at Alabama. Keeping the Diggs family in Minnesota, he can just pass down his house that he had in the area to his brother. Saves him some real estate costs, saves him some on the closing fees. Um, And again, I think Trevon Diggs is a good fit. They need to replace, um, you know, they got Holton Hill and Mike Hughes, who aren't bad, but haven't proven enough really at the NFL level. Um, so I think they're going to bring in another cornerback, compete, at least you know get some competition in that room, if nothing else. And uh, I think that's where the Vikings are going to go at 25. I'm rambling a bit here. I apologize, folks. At 26, I'm going to bring in a guest here, uh, a big, you know, I guess I, I know you all know and love. But at 26, I think the Dolphins, they drafted a quarterback. We've had them also draft, you know, defensive tackle Javon Kinlaw, who was a great value pick there at 19. And I think they're going to do something to protect that quarterback here at 26. But let's see what my guest thinks. Boomer uh, Boomer Wilkinson, good to have you back in the program. Um, what do you think the Dolphins are doing at 26? I'm going to Dolphins pick here. You know, you draft quarterback earlier in your mock, according to your mock. I've been studying your board, uh, Brett. Really, again, I appreciate, I appreciate you having me on the program. But, yeah, I've been studying your board. And, uh, you know, looking at the board there, I feel like, you know, you get a quarterback, you got to protect your quarterback. And the next best available offensive tackle is, is Josh Jones. That's right, the offensive tackle at, at Houston. Had a year under Dana Holgerson there. Uh, learned his system. Has learned multiple systems while while at Houston playing for the Cougars. And I think, um, you know, overall he's, he's a good fit there in Miami. Can play the right tackle. Uh, could be a really good really good guard as well. Maybe even an all-pro guard. Um you know, so you, you like the potential, you like protecting to it. And the good thing is he can play right tackle, yeah. and two is a left-hander. So, I mean, that, yeah. that becomes most yeah, valuable exactly, side. So that's why I think accurate. they go uh, Josh Jones with their, with their third pick in the first round. Again, this this could be a trade spot as well. Maybe trade down and even get more picks uh, in that second round, especially if Jordan Love's on the board, which I know he's not in your mock, but, you know, hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, it's, I think it's a good fit there for him. I, I actually agree with you, Todd. Um, Josh Jones is a great pick. I mean, he's made about mostly his starts at left tackle for the Houston Cougars, but he could very well translate to the right side. His skill set is translatable. I mean, there is a difference. There is a difference between the two, but I think he can definitely do it. And if you're going to draft a quarterback, you might as well protect him. Three picks, I think, you know, if you're looking at the Dolphins draft right now, that's that's an A draft, A-plus draft for me. you got great value um, with that 19th pick. Tua could be a star. I mean, everybody thought he was going to be the number one pick prior to the injuries and Joe Burrow's emergence. So... Um, a lot of potential there for the Dolphins. Look at him, twenty-seven. This is where, to me, the draft starts to get a little interesting. I'm not really sure where anybody's going to go, to be honest with you. But looking at the Seattle Seahawks here, coming up to twenty-seventh pick, if they have Russell Wilson. They're going to be competitive, and they're always drafting lower in the first round. So at this point, they're trying to find value. They've lost. I shouldn't say they haven't lost, but they haven't re-signed Davion Clowney yet. So I think they're going to be maybe looking for a potential replacement at the position, or at least somebody that gets clowny thinking, man, I need to get back in camp, get my spot back. And that's why I'm going to, with A.J. Espenza out of Iowa, the defensive end out of Iowa. Um, big guy, big frame, more of your traditional uh, defensive end, you know, when you picture a lineman versus Chase Young, who's got the bend and the length and the, 
just the pure athletic skill set. And he spends his grinder. He's an Iowa guy. Um, you watch the tape. He's a fantastic player. Some people have a little bit lower grade um, on him than I do, but I think he really fits at Seattle well. I think Pete Carroll will, will hone in his skills, and I think we'll have him going um, plenty good. I think he's a, a fantastic pick there. You could also see a tour Gross Manos out of Penn State here, another guy. Um, another kind of more of an athletic guy in the Chase Young, a Chase Young light, um, if you will. Um, but I think one of the defensive ends is going to go off the board here, and I think it's going to be A.J. Spence. I just think Pete Carroll loves that kind of player. He's a grinder. Um, he's a hard worker. And, um, you know, and, and a decent athlete. He's, he puts up numbers. He produces. And I think that's what Seattle values in their draft picks is production. Looking at the 28th pick, another team, I'm, I'm really not sure exactly what they're going to be doing here. You would think the Baltimore Ravens, um, you know, you got to either get some weapons for Lamar, protect Lamar, or if one of the linebackers, i.e. Patrick uh, Queen and or Kenneth Murray is on the board, I think that could definitely be the pick. They're not in this scenario, so that's why I'm going to go with Cesar Ruiz out of uh, Michigan, the center guard. Um, you know, that offensive line's not getting any younger in Baltimore, and with the way Lamar plays, you got to protect him at all costs, and I just think at this point he's a great value. Um, yeah, he's just a fantastic value for the Ravens. Um, yeah, he's a very good player. Uh, good pulling guard, could be a great center, could be, could work out really well there with Lamar Jackson. I'm excited to see what he can do um, there in Baltimore. And of course, Jim Harbaugh has had a, you know, um, a bit of a reputation uh, to, to turn offensive linemen into to stars. Um, he could be a replacement for Joe Thune, uh, who, who retired. Um, he could be traded. Well, he didn't retire. Sorry, he got franchise tagged and could be retraded. So I think he's a natural. F- no, sorry. Um, Joe Thune's on the Patriots. Could be traded to the Ravens. Um, off my rocker a bit here, folks. Let's just move on to the next pick. And that would be the Tennessee Titans, who had a surprising run to the AFC Championship last year, of course, riding uh, their tailback, Derrick Henry, uh, to the AFC Championship. And Ryan, and Ryan Tannehill had a great year. He earned himself a lot of money in the offseason. Um, but I really think they're going to go defense here because they know they have to stop Mahomes, and that's something they couldn't do. Well, everybody in the AFC should be you know, preparing like they need to stop Mahomes. Um, and I think that's why the Tennessee Titans are going to uh, get analyzed here by Todd Kuyper Berman Jr. Todd, where do you think the Titans are going at 29? Let's see if we agree again. Look at the Titans here. They had a hard time stopping Patrick Mahomes. What do they do? They get somebody for that defense to help stop Patrick Mahomes. That's why I think they're going Antoine Winfield Jr., the versatile defensive back out of the Um, University of Minnesota, son of Antoine Winfield Sr. Surprise there. Uh, But no, in all honesty, sorry, my oven's going off. Had a pizza in the oven, ready to go. Get ready for the strat. Very excited. But, you know, Antoine Winfield Jr., an excellent player, an excellent fit there in Tennessee in Mike Vrabel's defense. Excited to see what he can do uh, with Tennessee. See, of course, bring back Ryan Tannehill, bring him back Derrick Henry. Uh, big things potentially for them in the AFC South, although having to go against Phil this year in Indianapolis could make things Phillip interesting. Rivers, but again, I think they go Antoine Winfield here uh, out of the University of Minnesota. I think that is a pick for the Titans. And you know what? You read my mind, Todd. We have been on the same page today, and I, and, I, and I like to see that. I think he's a great fit there with Tennessee. He's a Mike Vrabel kind of guy, versatile defensive back, and play all, all over the field, safety, slot, corner. Uh, fits well with Adoria Jackson, who's your lockdown quarter on the outside, um, as well as Malcolm Butler. Um, and so, yeah, I think you solidify that secondary, and that's what you need to do when you, you're trying to beat Kansas City and get to the Super Bowl. Uh, you need to have a lockdown secondary, and I think he's 
not only probably one of the best players available on the board, but one of the best fits for Tennessee there at 29. Excited to see what he can do down in Nashville. Looking at pick number 30, a lot of people are, you know, are talking about we need to get Rodgers weapons. We need to get Rodgers weapons. How much time does Rodgers have left in the clock? Honestly, as a Vikings fan, hope it's not much. Um, you know, the, the Packers have been blessed with great quarterbacks in their history. Um, and Rodgers is, is certainly one of the best. But he hasn't had a lot of weapons. Fifty, I believe uh, almost 59 or 54 to 59% of his targets last year were to undrafted receivers. Really the only threat um, on the outside is Devontae Adams. So you got to think they're going receiver here. And I got somebody on the phone here. That's right. I got Coach Hauser, our favorite coach. Coach, what do you think the Packers are doing at at thirty here? Um, of course, we here at, at Breakfast with the Bread are thinking they're going they're going offense, going receiver. But who do you think they're going to pick? Yeah, kind of Packers. Uh, never really drafted weapons for Rodgers. No, know, we haven't. Fifty four percent of his targets last year were undrafted wide receivers. Fifty four percent. Thank you. So I think they go wide receiver. I think they go Denzel Mims out of Baylor. Could go Michael Pittman Jr. out of uh, USC. Smooth, probably a little high. Smooth route runner. Eleven touchdowns last year for the Trojans. Um, but, you know, I think they're no dental mims. They like his speed. They could also go Jalen Rigor. Really, any receiver that's on the board at this point, I think he's yeah. going to go to Green Bay. Jalen Rigor, TCU. You know, Cole Kemet, even tight end out of Notre Dame. But I think, I think they're going to go dental mims. He was already playing in, in green and gold in college, and I think that's a good point. That skill is yeah. easily translatable the, the color to the NFL level. And yeah. so I think they keep him in the green and gold, keep him in the, the pack attack. Uh, yeah. And you know what? Again, Todd, I, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think this would be a good spot for T. Higgins, but of course he went off the board to 21 to the Eagles. Um, he would really compliment Devontae Adams' skill set. Um, but again, you got to think they're adding weapons here for Aaron Rodgers. They never have, really. Um, and I could see Cole Kemet also being a fit, um, but I think they they got to go wide receiver. And I think they might even go wide receiver or tight end again in round two. Surround Rodgers with as much as you can here um, in the last little run of his career. Because uh, I feel like he's probably got two or three years left in him. Good years. Real good years. Moving on to the Super Bowl runners-up. This is actually their second pick of the first round. Of course, they picked Derek Brown, a great defensive value. Um, a great value, um, the defensive tackle out of Auburn there at number 13. And I think they stick with the defense here. Again, um, the defense had some holes, That you know, at least that last six minutes of the Super Bowl. And I think you know their, their secondary isn't getting any younger. And that's why I think they're going to go with Jalen Johnson, the cornerback out of Utah. Um, he's a, you know, he had some shoulder issues this year, torn labrum, which uh, hurt his tape. But you know, I think he's just a good fit. He's a good compliment over from Richard Sherman, tall, long corner in the mold of Richard Sherman, which really a lot of the corners are trending that direction in the NFL. And I think he's just he's too good of a player, too good of a value to pass up at this point. His junior tape or sophomore junior tape. Much better than his prior year's tape, and I think he's a great fit there. Um, and the burgundy? Is it a burgundy and gold? I don't know why I'm doing so many colors today. Strange. I don't know. In a colorful mood. It's a beautiful day outside. 90 degrees here in Los Angeles right now. Uh, flowers are blooming. Maybe maybe that's why, why I'm in the color color mode. Um, could also see uh, Noah Igbenoye out of Auburn going as a pick here. Uh, another guy who's got great potential as, as a returner as well, but I'm not sure if that's something they necessarily need. Um, due to the fact they got Debo Samuel there, um, who who's, was really starting to merge for the 49ers. Um, and that's why I think they don't go offense here. I think they just address the defense. Richard Sherman not getting any younger. And they don't really have anybody else on the other side to compliment him here. So Jalen Johnson, cornerback, cornerback out of Utah. 
and we've been breezing through this because I know we got to get to the draft. Everybody's got to everybody's got work to do, and we got to get to the draft. And that's why I moved to the thirty second pick. And uh, we're going to bring in the fan favorite, Boomer Wilkinson, Chiefs at thirty two, Super Bowl champions, uh, the fighting Patrick Mahomes. What do you think they do? Hey man, <laughs> save the best for last. That's right, Boomer Wilkinson here. <laughs> Uh, talking about the Chiefs pick, I mean, obviously Super Bowl champions. Yeah, uh, looks like they're running it back on defense. They could go quarterback yep. here. I can see uh, the, the young guy at Auburn, Noah. I can't pronounce his last name. Right, okay, SEC guy. I've been seeing him play on CBS, but I think I think they're gonna go with another SEC guy. I think they're gonna give him more weapons uh, for Mahomes, and that's why I'm gonna go with DeAndre Swift, running back out of, out of Georgia, mm. out of UGA. Um, you know, versatile kind of back in the cream hunt kind of mold and I think you know him and Damian Williams and Damian Williams he's had some he's had some injury issues he was absolutely fantastic you know in, oh. in, in the postseason should have been the MVP probably you know can he count on for a full 16 I'm not sure he can mm. and so and that's, and that's why you get yourself a DeAndre Swift with a 30 second pick and I, I think that's where the Chiefs go and you know I agree I think they could go uh, any number of the running backs here at the end of the draft or I could see the Chiefs trading out of it and acquiring more draft assets draft capital Really, players 32 through 60, when you look at them at a board and as far as grading-wise, are very similar. And they might be able to get a, a, a running back just as good as DeAndre Swift, you know, either Jonathan Taylor or J.K. Dobbins, or even uh, the Hyde Calaire out of LSU, um, who's a sturdy little back, kind of in a Maurice Jones-Drew mold uh, in the second round. But, again, not projecting trades here. No, no, no trades, no trades here. So... I think they're going to go with DeAndre Swift as well. I could see, like I said, I could see Jonathan Taylor. I could see J.K. Dobbins. Really, whoever's the highest on the board, I think, is going to go here. Get Patrick Mahomes as many weapons as you can. Put up sixty points a game, um, and see who can stop you. You know, I think that's kind of the mentality the Chiefs should have right now. So let's just get as many weapons as we can and see if anybody can stop us. And I'm not sure they can. Well, anyways, folks, uh, that's it. That's the mock draft. We breezed through those picks today. I hope you all have enjoyed the uh, NFL mock draft special again. I am your host, Brett Kohler. This is Breakfast with Brett. More episodes to come. We'll talk about sports. We'll talk about breakfast food. We'll talk about, well, really, if you guys want me to talk about anything, uh, comment. Let me know. Um, Happy to uh, change it up a little bit. So, again, thank you all for listening. I'm Brett Kohler. This is Breakfast with Brett. Have a great rest of the day.